This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, everybody, and I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. In Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for February 26th, episode 2629, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad acts. Enjoy the show. Well, we usually start Fridays all light and fluffy and try not to do anything really serious, but I have to start with this. I just have to. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. I have to start with the loser of the week. On Wednesday night, we did an equestrian roundtable. Debbie was in on it, and a, a couple of other, a couple of other panelists, and it was a lot of fun. Debbie Laux from Horsemanship Radio, and we she brought up, you know, horse racing, and we were talking about some of the issues in the world and and how PETA is going after, you know, not only they're going after carriage drivers in cities, they're going after racing and a bunch of other things. And I said that. If we don't become better horsemen in 10 years, we won't be allowed to show or own horses. It's it's a slippery slope. And I also said that we can't give them ammunition for their cause by doing things that are cruel to our horses. So the topic we were talking about, Jamie, was whipping uh, in racing. Mm-hmm. And then this article comes across today, and I know you watched the video, and the video's out there. It, it, and, you know, I don't often agree with PETA, but this time I do. PETA has sent a letter to the Riverside County Sheriff's Department asking them to investigate the vicious whipping of a horse at a show at the Desert International Horse Park. That's in California, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they just uh, and what it was was Ger- German Grand Prix show jumper Kevin Lemke who uh, was riding this really attractive horse actually um, and the horse I think started to rear a little bit and he proceeded to strike it really hard six times I mean just whipping the heck out of it which of course caused the horse to do what? Yeah, (laughs) it reared and ran around. And I I think what we didn't see was maybe the horse stopped at the jump first and then he kind of looped him around and just proceeded to just whip the bejesus out of this poor thing so loud and so hard. I mean, if you, and it looked like a, almost like a dressage whip. Like it wasn't like a little short eventing back. It was longer. I was surprised actually that he carried that. Yeah. And basically put the reins in both his left hand and with the right hand just started hitting from the saddle, this horse on the right flank six times so loud that it's picked up in the actual audio that is just of the horses. So it's so loud that it's coming through the announcer's microphone. Okay. And he whipped it so hard and, um, 
tell tell him what happened. Oh, well, so then by the way, he yeah. loops it around to jump the jump again, and the horse crashes through it. And he ends up on the neck and and doesn't get past it. But it's it's horrifying. Like my stomach hurt after watching this video. And he was uh, they they rang the buzzer. He was immediately disqualified for excessive use of the whip. And, and the, yeah, and the announcer goes, "Unfortunately, elimination." Yeah, he stayed calm. And didn't I was he? like, "Unfortunately, <laughs> I was like, t- pull, yank that guy off the back of his horse by his collar." Well, and then I didn't even think they were allowed a courtesy jump when they were kicked out like that. Um, so because the buzzer rang, which meant you get out of the ring, get out. Yeah, but I didn't think they were even allowed a courtesy jump. He went around and took the courtesy jump, which you're right, he didn't dump, he didn't jump at all. The horse just plowed through it. So obviously, there were issues going on here. Um, and then they rang the buzzer again just to make sure he got the hell out of the ring. I mean, they had to know optics were not great at that point, and that PETA picked up on it. They must have saw the video someplace. And not only that, they have now filed also with the FEI and the USCF uh, asking him to be disqualified and removed from from show jumping altogether. And I, I personally hope they do. I, he has to be they for, just for optics alone. They have to do this. But I mean, we can't continue to give PETA ammunition this just basically gave him a loaded gun in the form of this video and the guy had to know i mean there are rules and and he had to know Uh, he didn't care obviously uh just the whole thing well there's just so much scrutiny now i remember seeing an eventer at rolex when it was still called rolex the horse stopped at a fence and he whacked the crap out of it like four times right sitting still they didn't blow the whistle because this was kind of this was 20 15 years ago and he looped maybe 20 god i'm old uh and he looped (laughs) back around and guess what the horse didn't jump the fence. So it's like, hey, you took me up to that fence and then I stopped at it. And then you proved to me that I shouldn't be there because uh, it hurts. You're going to whip the crap out of me at the base of that fence. I mean, it's it's psychologically so stupid to do that to a horse that's being trained. You know, I mean, it's just, it makes no sense. And as somebody who takes a lot of horses that have been abused and rehabilitates them, that horse is going to remember that forever and you have now ruined him um you will never jump grand prix with that horse again where he happily and willingly does it and yeah they should have come out and and yanked him off the horse by his collar but yeah i mean you're totally giving them what they want they're like look here we go horses shouldn't be ridden i mean I i told you guys back in the day I would go vegan in January and there was a, an organization called Veganuary still is. And it's like a pledge you take to go vegan. And they asked for photos of vegans. Like, Hey, we want to see what y'all do in your normal everyday lives. It probably wanted us to be like, you know, gardening. Um, <laughs> but I put a picture of me riding jet who was my rescue horse, like with a rescue story to beat all rescue stories. And he was jumping a fence and they told me that absolutely they could not post that because I'm using an animal for my pleasure. And that's when I decided I'm not participating in Veganuary anymore <laughs> because obviously I'm not the right fit. You're not the, demo. That. You're not I'm the not demographic. The, <laughs> I'm not the right fit for that organization. So, but anyway, the point is they are looking for stuff like this. Looking for And we're handing it to them. Jess, here you go. (laughs) And you guys, everything is on camera all the time, no matter where you are. Look at poor Tom Cruise, who, you know, the people, did you see the video of Tom Cruise a couple weeks ago? He was on set. And all of the people 
in the 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 on the oh, set. That one. Working, yes, I did see that. One. Are supposed to wear thing. masks? Yeah. yeah, and he, I, you know, what you don't see is probably he asked them five times before that to keep their mask on, and then he finally lost it and started screaming at them. And I actually, to be honest, agreed with him. Like you, he's like, we're setting a standard for Hollywood right now. And we, we need these movies to be made. You need your jobs, wear your dang masks. And that is what we require. But he freaked out and he was yelling and screaming obscenities. And, but again, out of context that made him look bad, but you're right. It made him look terrible. But if you look at it, you're like, probably he had asked nicely five times, which was not on video, but all you have to do is get one thing on video. And not that I'm thinking this Kevin Lemke was probably asked his horse nicely five times. But the point is you're on video, no matter where you are, no matter what you do, you cut somebody off and flick him a bird. they probably have a dash cam, you know, which has your whatever. It doesn't matter. Did you see it, the ironic name of the horse? Bless his heart. <laughs> his name is good luck. That horse oh. didn't have much good luck <laughs> having he him as a rider. He finally he's going to get that rider off of him, so that's probably good luck. <laughs> I did see a couple of the comments on a couple of the Facebook pages this has been posted on, and most of the comments were, God, I wish he had gotten dumped at that fence. <laughs> oh, my. That's the first thing I said when I watched it. I was like, oh, why didn't he come off? <laughs> like, not that I ever cheer for riders to be able well, to do in this case. I want you to come straight face first into that fence, so you deserve it. That horse is telling you he's not going to do it. He can't do it for some reason you deserve to be tossed well today we're going to talk to tammy serrance she's coming on old friend of ours she's going to join us with a road to the horse update yes they are doing it and there's going to be a video feed i know a lot of our listeners were asking about that we used to do a live feed from road to the horse for years so a lot of our listeners were asking if there would be a live feed and apparently there will be so we'll go over the details of that how you can watch that's coming up at the end of march i believe in texas this year and uh, we did our loser of the week there you go also some really bad ads we have coming up later on i have a fact of the day so we have a whole lot we're going to talk a little bit about long lining too because there were some questions about that in the auditor room but first we have some daily winnies my daily winnie of course is one of these Happy birthday to some of our auditors, Melissa Aquino, Dawn Deems, Jennifer Morlane, and Jenny Sivisand Brubaker. Happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a fun birthday weekend this weekend. Uh, yeah, I think you got, you got none of those I didn't names think I straight, got any so I'm going to piggyback on your birthday wish because um, maybe I can actually get him to figure out how to listen to this. But my father-in-law is having a birthday, and so we're having a little birthday party for him here at the house tomorrow night. So happy birthday, Bruce. And then also, I just wanted to give a little shout out and a little love and a little hug to my friend April because April is a listener and has having some issues at home. She said her basically her husband got hurt and in the spirit of April, she's like, my husband getting hurt is like having to have Zeus on stall rest. And I was like, I get it. Just start drinking because you're going to be fixing fences. I think Jennifer knows how she feels too. 
<laughs> to having put up with me for months. Yeah, exactly. April, we're thinking about you. I know. She Wait, has- April comes through town and she always brings Lucas a present. So anytime April comes through town, he's I'm like, hey, bud, we got to hang out till noon because April's coming. April's coming! <laughs> Yay! I mean, it's he like likes a April, huh? celebration. He loves April. He, lo- he brought her donuts one time or she brought him donuts and like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. April's don't bring donuts next time. It's not an invitation. I'm just saying. Hey, can I, uh, speaking of food, uh, I'm getting Tammy Sarantz on the phone here, of course, going to talk to us about Road to the Horse. And you heard us actually mention, kind of ironic, you heard us mention Tammy on Wednesday. We had a mounted shooter on, and Tammy is one of the most decorated mounted shooters of all time. Uh, But she's coming on here in a minute. But you mentioned food, and you've probably seen advertisements for I'm Gluten-Free, and a lot of our listeners are too. The new Oreos is making gluten-free Oreos. So we found them at the store for the first time and tried them. And most gluten-free stuff tastes like crap. Cardboard, pretty much, is what most gluten-free stuff tastes like. These Oreos taste exactly like Oreos. They're identical. I couldn't tell the difference. If, if, if you hadn't told me they were gluten-free, I wouldn't have known. So everybody who loves Oreos and is gluten-free, give them a try. They're good. Wow. That was a, it's you know a what, or you but... can go have an apple. No, no, Oreo is much better, <laughs> much better than an apple. I get an apple. Much better. Well, as I said, we have our friend Tammy Sarantz joining us today. She works with Road to the Horse, and of course, we covered Road to the Horse for many years. Didn't have it last year because of a little virus that went around. Um, but this year, you've actually moved it to Fort Worth, Texas, so you can have it, and it's coming up on the 25th through the 28th, right? Of March? That's correct, Glenn. March the 25th to the 28th in the Cowtown Coliseum. Which, by the way, is a perfect place to have Road to the Horse. <laughs> it seems like it until I realize all the things that don't fit. <laughs> I mean, it is I mean, it's Fort Worth. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a perfect place to hold it. So uh, you, you did... You, we're, you did manage to have, because you're in Texas, some audience. So you're up to 50%. You're allowed to have 50% audience there? That's correct, Glenn. We have 50%, and we do have um, a lot of regulations to follow. We have the masks and the temperature checks and uh, reduced capacity and all that. But we are just thrilled that the Colts are going to run in the arena. <laughs> so if people had tickets for last year were they able to use them for this year did everybody get refunds for last year what happened yeah see and that was the really difficult thing for us because we had to refund for the second time and we couldn't transfer the tickets over because it's a different seating arrangement and it's a different pricing structure like before lexington you know we had assigned seating so moving to cowtown coliseum it's the general entry is not assigned. So there wasn't any price differences in the tickets. So we really were, had no choice but to refund and then resell. So we did that and we released the ticket in waves where, you know, first went to our VIPs, then our roadies, and then people who purchased before. So we tried to roll it out uh, in the most fair way we could. But yeah, it, it was a lot of logistics. Now, are you sold out for in-person tickets or... Is there some left? We did. Yeah, we did sell out and then they came back and they had a couple of hundred extra that they let us put into the capacity. So that's what we have. We just put them out and there is a couple of hundred remaining. I think there was like 210. So 
Um, we'll uh, sell them. So we do have some if someone wants them right now at roadtothehorse.com. And we also have a live webcast going with the Wrangler Network and Ride Pass. So uh, if you don't want to come and watch the event, you can certainly watch it. So how? Uh, so let's talk about the. Let's assume that most of the listeners right now listening can't come. Uh, they can watch it at home. Is does is there a cost to that too? There is. Um, if they go to the Road of the Horse website, they can uh, click on the uh, Ride Pass tab there on the top of how to watch Road to the Horse, and. Gosh, Glenn, I, I want to say it's around $29 for all four days. Um, so it, it is not expensive, and they can go and watch it live, or they can watch it pay-per-view and at, you know come back at a later time so they don't have to be there when the schedule unfolds. Yeah, I'm, I'm just clicking on Watch on Ride Pass right now. It's in the far, if you go to yeah. roadofthehorse.com, and it's in the far upper right-hand corner. Uh, took me yeah. a, took me a second to find it. So it is uh, nine ninety nine. Uh, what is it? Twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, well, that that that's a heck of a lot cheaper than going and spending hotels and eating steak in Fort Worth. So you can do it at home for <laughs> for a lot less money. So yeah, definitely do that. And I know we have a lot of fans in our audience for Road to the Horse that some of them were planning on coming to Lexington and couldn't go to Texas. So wh- who are the competitors this year? Who do you have competing? I'm excited for the competitors, Glenn. We have our main competitors are Wade Black, and you might remember him because he won the wildcard competition. I want to say last year, but it was 2019. So uh, Wade Black, he is uh, a son of Martin Black, who a lot of um, horsemanship fans have followed. We also have Craig Cameron, who you know is a household name at this point, so I'm very excited Craig's coming back. And then we have Ken McNabb, who... Everyone loves from RSDTV. So, and then there's some wild cards. Uh, now, the wild cards, they compete first, and then one of them will get to go into the main round. Is that how it's working this year? Um, they compete at the, not at the same time. Like, they'll kind of come and work with their Colts in the morning. And then the winner from the wild card competition gets to compete next year. So, okay. there's really two separate competitions. There's the main championship title with those three we discussed and then you have three of the wild cards and they're Cole Cameron, Wylene Davis and Craig Moore. So one of those three will go into the championship title in 22. Got it. And are there, uh, at this point you're you're looking at going back to Lexington next year or? Yeah, we haven't uh, made a, we're kind of seeing how this COVID situation unfolds, but we, we certainly would like to go to Lexington back there or head up that way, you know. So we're kind of seeing how that's moving internally and then making the decisions that we need to make. But, you know, Texas is certainly a a temporary home just for 2021. Got it. Okay. Well, all right. There you go. Go to the roadofthehorse.com to get more information. If you want to watch it, uh, you can just watch it from home. And again, the dates are the 25th through the 28th. I don't think I need to explain how Road to the Horse works. I think most of our listeners know that after all our coverage for all those years. But now, Tammy, let's get caught up on you a little bit. For those new listeners, Tammy used to host a show here, the Western Radio Show, here on the Horse Radio Network for years. She's a uh, professional mounted shooter and and has about 2,000 buckles on her wall or something like that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just crazy. So are you still competing, or what's the story? 
I am. I'm still competing. I've got a couple of horses, outside horses in training that I keep. But, um, you know, the last month or so, Glenn, I've really kind of cut back a little bit on my on my horses. I'm still uh, competing at the local ones, but trying to coordinate Road to the Horse. And I'm also uh, on my last couple of classes for uh, my master's degree at uh, Colorado State. So, you know, like I'm just trying to manage one task at a time and get through one day at a time and it's been hard honestly to manage uh everything but you know my horse time in my afternoons is certainly like my yoga you know like I just want to go and enjoy them so I've really been focused more lately on just enjoying my horse time rather than trying to you know get tuned up for some big championship competitions and stuff so it's been a little different uh, take for me. And I've got to say, like, I don't say I hate Facebook, but I see all my friends out there, like, I'm like, I should be there. I should be doing that. And I'm like, this is not my time, you know, like, this is my road to the horse time. This is my school time. And that time will come, you know. So I, I do try and limit my uh, personal social media time because I do tend to get a little um, restless. <laughs> you are one of the most competitive people I've ever met. So, I mean, there's that. And it does seem yeah. like you've been doing college since I'd known you 12 years ago. <laughs> so. You know, that has, that has. And you'd be, you'd be glad to know that I do have two classes remaining. And then that is, uh, you know, that's varied. But it has been probably one of the most fulfilling and rewarding things that I've done and it really has helped me grow personally I think and and helped me heal from my brain injury that I had you know so I'm extremely grateful for the time that I've had in school but I am ready for it to be over (laughs) (laughs) what will your masters be in what's your masters in it's a masters of science in organizational leadership and I'm doing a specialization on top of that in uh, marketing management wow well, yep. you know what? You could get a job as the marketing person for Road to the Horse someday. <laughs> I have a lot of experience, Glenn. <laughs> Tammy, thanks for joining us. It's good to talk to you again. It's always fun. And uh, we love you, girl. Take care and good luck uh, Good luck in Texas at the end of the month. Yes, I'm very, very excited, actually, to go back to the same arena that we were born in in 2003 is really just kills for me so i i am very excited about it and i wanted to tell everybody go look at the picture that we're using for today's show notes go to the website at horsesinthemorning.com or our facebook page we have a picture of tammy who went through her first snow there in texas and built a little snowman and let's just say she out or she outfitted the snowman appropriately <laughs> it's the cutest I picture did, Glenn, i i, I textified it Yes, you textified it. That's right. <laughs> you mounted shootingified <laughs> it. But it is the cutest picture. You're going to have to go check it out. We're, we'll definitely post that one. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. God, she's been in school since I've known her, and she has wanted to get this master's degree. That's been her whole goal in the 10 years she's been doing this part-time and working and competing. I don't know how she does it. I really don't. Because the, the, the horse gig is full-time, and then she does school. And she's competed for all of these years, too, and traveled all over mm-hmm. the place. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how people have time to do what they do. I really don't. Well, let's uh, take a listen to Kentucky Performance Products. We're going to talk a little bit about NALOX. And then we're going to come back. I have 
I, what, what, what are we doing when we come back? You have a fact of the day, and then we're going to talk about long lining, and then we're going to do really bad ads. And we have $400 in prizes we're giving away again, so don't forget that. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Have you heard of a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii? It's a type of probiotic that benefits your horse's digestive tract. Often referred to as S. boulardii, it works in several different ways. One unique property of S. boulardii is that it supports the stimulation of the enzymes found in the intestinal lining. These enzymes help your horse digest starches and sugars in the small intestine. When the sugars and starches are more completely digested, Fewer of them escape into the hindgut where they can ferment and cause imbalances that may lead to colic, diarrhea, and laminitis. Saccharomyces boulardii is found in Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products. Nalox Advanced contains a blend of yeast, fermentation solubles, and stomach buffers. These ingredients work together to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages and stages and is fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. All right, I think we should do one of these. And now it's time for today's equestrian, who knew, fact of the day. Jamie, do you know what Denmark's oldest horse breed is? That I know Denmark's oldest horse breed. And uh, I don't know (laughs) why you would know that, but that's why I'm here. I'm giving you information you don't know. Denmark's oldest horse breed is the Fredericksburger. That's what I'm going with. It's yeah, a, I was going to say that. Because <laughs> you knew it. It's right on the top of your tongue. You just I'm couldn't so remember. I was so close. You were. You were so close. The sort of fr- The Fredericksburger is their uh, oldest horse breed. It was developed under the command of King Frederick in 1562. And it was to supply the military with strong athletic horses for the officers. They were tremendously popular back in the day throughout the Renaissance and the Baroque periods, and they were considered luxury items. So if you owned a Fredericksburger, you, you, you were in the in crowd. It's rare today, but they're still around, and they have a loyal following. They're very particular because of inbreeding, because there's so few of them. They're very particular about who breeds with who. Uh, apparently, the gates are expressive and powerful uh, with kind of a natural self-carriage. The trot is their best gait, and it's showy with a long stride. Uh, apparently, the, the canter – I love how they did this description. The canter is sufficient. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. Um, I thought that was funny. Their best for harness horses, which makes sense. The trot, they don't want you to canter, so it makes sense that they would be good harness horses. And they compete in combined driving. I know I've seen some. Uh, they're suitable for amateurs. Uh, they're, you know, they're uh, basically, they said they're pretty quiet and that they, you know, they're easy to handle and they're, you know, they're 
they're just a good all-around horse. They do use them in dressage and show jumping, but, uh, you know, because of that whole canter thing, uh, it is uh, better in driving. So I love it. Says, it says here, most Fredericksburgers are willing jumpers, though calm-natured horses are less likely to be concerned about knocking rails. Yeah, yeah I would like them to be concerned <laughs> about knocking rails. Yeah. I want that to be a primary concern when I'm coming up to a show jump. Maybe that guy's horse today was a Fredericksburger, and he didn't know it. That's, yeah, that's probably what... what it is. Long lineage <laughs> of Fredericksburgers in, in line. Um, yeah, interesting. There well, you go. How, he learned why something. Why on earth are you like, I got I to gotta know your process. Okay. So you wake up in the morning, yeah. and you're like, oh, we have hit him. I got to come up with a horse fact of the day. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, what is the oldest breed in Denmark? I'll do that. How do you come up with I this? just look around and then I, you know, I just go down rabbit holes until I see something that I think is interesting. And I just went down a rabbit hole. I don't know how I went down the rabbit hole it's for so this obscure. one. so obscure. Yeah. It's so random. <laughs> well, that's why I'm doing facts of the day that people okay, don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, let's say we're on Jeopardy. Yep. Okay. And the category is horse. Yeah. Okay. You're Alex. Yep. Okay. Yep. I am Jamie and I'm on Jeopardy and I'm like, Alex, I'll take horses for a thousand. Jamie, uh, I see. Yes, in the form of see, I've watched. I haven't watched Jeopardy in you years. Just give the answer. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Fredericksburger. What is the Fredericksburger? Well, I, I wouldn't. Uh, no, you don't ask the question. I ask the question. But I'm Alex. You say <clears throat> I am the oldest breed of horse in Denmark. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. Is that see, I haven't watched Jeopardy in like twenty years. I watch it like crazy. It's my own. <laughs> I'm really I'm surprised watching. at that too. I never pictured you as a Jeopardy watcher. I love trivia. I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so what? How do I ask it again? You say I'm the oldest breed of horse in Denmark. Jamie, I'm the oldest breed of horse in Denmark. Alex, what is the Fredericksburger? That is correct. Ding, 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 dollars. Ding, 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 I've, Jeopardy's on Netflix? I've actually watched all the seasons. There's like four seasons on Netflix, and I've watched them all because there's no commercials. It's awesome. <laughs> Is it, are they old ones? Or they're not doing uh, new ones on I don't know how there. long they are. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Alex is still there. Alex Trebek, who yeah. sadly lost last year. But yeah, he's still on these, so they haven't moved past those. Yeah, got it. Uh, I didn't. I would have never. I don't know when they are. The questions are just the questions. And I know all sorts of random stuff, including yeah, the old. I never watched it because I never knew one answer in the entire show, and it pissed me off. So I stopped watching it. It was just like you I know, can't do this. I will watch it with Lucas, and if I answer any, he's like, "Oh my god, Bob!" <laughs> like I am a hero to my child if I get a Jeopardy answer. So that's why I watch it because, like, I love to answer questions correctly. And um, somebody posted I'll- a podcasting category a while back, and I didn't know the answer to any of those either because it was shows I'd never heard of. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, let's talk about long lining. There was a question in the auditor room. It basically said, Jamie talks about long lining all the time, but where do I find long lines and where do I learn more? What videos or where can I find more about how to do long lining? So you want to address that? Um, well, I did not ever long line until I became a Monty Robert. So I started taking courses at Monty Roberts and you don't understand why or the benefits of it until you do it. Um, but the benefits of long lining is 
unlike lunging, when you lunge a horse and you send it around, the horse actually naturally tips its nose to the outside. So when you're long lining, you have an inside rein and an outside rein. So you can give them a correct bend. When you start a horse long lining, you start them in the round pin. So, you know, if I put the long lines on a horse for the first time and send them out and they go blasting off, I just do an outside turn. I pull that outside rein and they go into the fence and the outside turn until they're nice and calm and listening. Um, and, and that's the benefit of it is you just, you have an outside rein which you don't have when you're lunging a horse. So you can correct the bend. You can start to ask them for a little collection to be supple and the, and the bit, you know, for me, when I start these horses, let's take the race horses, for example. Um, first of all, you have to get them used to the lines being around behind them. Most race horses are long lined in this starting process. Um, they actually do that fairly often when they're starting race horses, but that was a long time ago and the horses have a lot of new memories on top of those. So when you're long lining a horse, uh, you're a race horse, especially, you know, they don't really know how to turn. I find that one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest issues to overcome with a racehorse is it doesn't know to follow its head. Like it wants to go say North and you pull its head towards the West and it just walks with its head facing West heading North, you know? So a, a big part of it is teaching these guys how to follow their head and long line. And once you've got them in the round pen doing it fairly comfortably, I take them out and I long line them in the arena and I take them in all those scary corners. And if they don't want to go into the corner, guess what? I have an outside line and I take their outside line and I pull them into the corner and then I do the other outside line and they're in there in the corner and then you give them rest. And then you can teach them to back up because that's another thing a racehorse doesn't do or even a starter horse is they don't know how to back up. So you can hold the pressure on that line and once they lean back or take a step back, you release. Remember, everything in horse training is to the horses looking for the release. So I'm adding pressure on the lines and then they back up and then I soften. They're like, Oh, that's what that means. Then you can also teach them to stop. I'll long line them up to a fence and ask them to stop right before the fence. Oh, I hold the line. I give them the cue. Oh, I actually breathe out. And then they, the fence stops them. So the horses are associative learners. So they learn by association. So if you do that enough times, breathe out, say, Oh, whatever you do, add pressure on the lines. If that's what you're going to do and teach them to stop. And the fence is right there. They're going to stop because they don't want to run into the fence. And then they start to go, Oh, okay. Well, what happened? Then they'll start stopping when you breathe. It's crazy. But anyway, the benefits of the long lining portion is, you know, a lot of times, Horses are not ready to be ridden. Um, starter horses and baby horses, especially, I want them, I want my horses to turn, stop, back up, all those things before I'm sitting on them. I don't want to sit on a horse that doesn't stop or turn or, you know, those are all very big benefits is that you can do all these things as you progress higher and higher. You know, we talked to Dorothy Crowell on Dorothy Trap, Dorothy Crowell, advanced force, five-star eventer on retired racehorse radio. And she long lines horses through grids. I'm like, 
you're amazing because that sounds really, really hard and you, it, it sounds like hard work. But she's like, it's amazing. You teach the horse how to use its body. And also on Retired Racehorse Radio a couple episodes ago, we God, had... God, I have lines wrapped around jumps. And... <laughs> oh, my God, right? I'm like, you're amazing. I need video of that. And I've watched it. It's super impressive. Um, and then we had Reese Koffler-Stanfield on a couple episodes ago. And she talked about, you know, when you're starting a baby racehorse or a baby horse, any horse really, is you try to think of it like they're on a train track and they have to stay in the middle of that train track. And the rails are your reins and your legs. But in this case, the rails are the lines. And so you're teaching them to properly bend, you know, and if they won't. A lot of the racehorses, they don't know how to go. So if you put your leg on a horse, a baby horse, a racehorse, and they don't know what that means, they're going to get confused. So by teaching them on the ground, hey, do whatever sound you want, I, and then you kind of like flick the line at them. If they don't go, then next time they hear the, they're going to go because they don't want the line to be flicked at them. You know what I mean? So they start to understand by association. So it's a very beneficial way to teach the horses. Say you've got a horse that like, I don't know how he's going to be on the trail. Long line him on the trail, follow a horse and long line him, you know, get, get your confidence up. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes to manage the lines. Uh, you know, there's a lot of dressage riders and all that, that don't let the lines hang down on the ground. Um, that's probably because they have very expensive, fancy leather lines. I don't, I go to MontyRoberts.com and they have these black lines that he's designed and they feel so good in your hands. There's not any give to them, but like you can get them dirty and you can just wash them. They're super nice and they match, you know, and he sells them in pairs. So that's important too. I remember I've long line before with like a white lunge line and then a rope, a long rope in the other hand. And it's very confusing if the long lines are different, you know what I mean? But when I was first starting to long line, I mean, I was all thumbs. It is so hard. Now I'm like, I feel like a ninja master out there with these <laughs> lines. But the point is, if you are confused, you know what they told me to do when I was learning and I had just taken the first course and I needed to be able to pass the exams was Denise, my instructor said, I want you to start long lining your horses to the pasture and turn them out that way. I was like, chili, you know, I use chili to long line them. I just hook a line to each side of his halter and walk on out and long line them out to the pasture. Whoa, stop. You know, it's a great way to teach a horse to stand still without sitting on them. A lot of times horses, when you're asking them to back up and they don't know how they can pop up or something with this, teaching a horse to stand still is so easy because you ask them to whoa. And if they don't, whoa, remember you guys, I've told you this a billion times, let them take three steps let them commit to the mistake, the infraction, and then back them up six or eight. You know, I, 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 it's, am it's amazing. People are shocked at how my horses all learn to stand still. And it's literally just that. I'll long line them. I'll ask them to whoa. I, I always try to do it like when I'm first teaching them away from the barn where there's potentially a fence pretty, you know, about 15, 20 feet away. So they're not heading towards the gate. Like I'm, I'm going to be fair about it and teach them to stand still facing away from the barn, facing away from the gate. I'll ask him to, whoa. And if they walk off, let them walk off three. And it's easy to just let those lines slip through your hands and then back them up six and then soften. Let them walk yeah. off three, back up six. And then you can start to challenge yourself by doing it in different directions. Like this time I'm going to face the barn. You know, also horses that are gate sour, when I'm long lining them and they're like leaning towards the gate, 
I will take them up to that gate. When I'm done, I don't just lead a horse out the gate. You go back out that gate. You really, really want to be over here? Okay. So I'm going to open the gate and I'm going to go around and I'm going to position them and I'm going to back them out of the gate with the long lines. It's such a great lesson. Anyway, there are so many benefits of long lining a horse. You can get them to canter and not swap behind horses that are lunged a lot. They cross canter behind because their neck is actually bending to the outside. Monty has videos of the camera up above where they've filmed the horse and it's always bending to the outside. So long lining with the long lines inside rain is so beneficial because you can put the horse bending in the direction that it's traveling. And then when you ask them to canter, they pick up that inside hind and they strike off and they canter united, you know? So anyway, there's lots of benefits. Um, if you want to learn more, guys, I mean, you they must know, have it's it all on Equus Online University. Must oh, have. God. There's a yeah. billion videos of long lining. Um, you can also message me, Jamie at horseradionetwork.com, or go to my Facebook page, which is Flyover Farm, Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Roberts instructor. But there are a billion videos on MontyRobertsUniversity.com. And, you know, I put the lines through the stirrups, but you can't just put the lines through the stirrups because then when you go to turn left, the stirrups going to fly up. So you have to hobble the stirrups underneath. Monty calls it a hobble, but basically it's an English stirrup leather that you feed through the outside stirrup, go around to the other side, grab it from under their belly, twist it a couple times so nobody's leg gets caught through it, and you buckle it. And then the stirrups are stuck to the side of the horse. It is that simple. It is just a stirrup leather. And then you can put the lines through there. And, and But all of it is online. The, Ch Chad always bugs me, Glenn. He's like, we need to make videos and you can monetize. I'm like, there are videos. <laughs> just like the person that told me you should write a book. And I'm like, there is a book. I just read it. <laughs> you know, it it's all there. I, I have to do nothing. It's so fantastic. It's so nice to have like, hey, hey, go look at this. And they do a free day pass too. So if you, you can get a code to watch all the videos you want in one day, decide whether you want to join it. It's like, I think what they say, a cup of coffee. It's like 12 bucks a month or something silly. It's so it's, it's very affordable. Um, so I anyway, did, I went to moneyroberts.com and went to their shop and the lines for two of them, they're 30 feet each is $49 for both. So for a pair. Yeah. So there you can get, you can get them right They're there. very, very reasonable. I mean, as far as uh, I was I was surprised when I found out people didn't didn't long line because when I met Jennifer, she long lines everything she starts. Uh, mm -hmm. She, I, but she had worked with standardbreds early on. So oh. again, there you go, right? Um, and you know, because we started ponies, you know, for driving, she long we long line them first, right? For driving ponies, you long line them because that's basically what you're doing. You're just sitting in a cart when you're doing it, right? Yeah. So you know, they learned to do that. So I just thought everybody did it. I was surprised when I found out that everybody didn't do it. <laughs> You know, because I, I didn't know. Uh, but yeah, so I, you know, I was definitely surprised. We, I still go out and if uh, Scooter needs some refreshing, we'll just long line, uh, you know, not put the cart on, but go out and long line. Uh, and, you know, I'll do obstacles and all kinds of things. It's fun for me too, you know, uh, it's just fun to do. But you can, you, as you said, you can practice more stuff without the cart attached long lining than you can practice with the cart attached. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, and you can do some different stuff. I can actually do little jumps and, you know, things like that, too, which isn't very comfortable with the cart, by the way. Jumping. <laughs> <laughs> jumps. So, Don't jump. No, but there you go. Thank you for that. That was well, well explained. Good job. 
It's like I do this for a it's living. It's like you do Weird. it for a living. But you don't, you know, you probably don't explain it every day. You do it, but you don't get the, you do a good job at explaining it too, which, Thank uh, you. which isn't always the case with instructors. Hey, one new quick news story. I wanted to give him a shout out uh, before we get to really bad ads. And that's Dominic Gibbs was on our show not too long ago. Uh, he is the young rider that won the Metal McClay this year. And he's 17 years old. Remember, he was from Colorado and we had him on the show. Yeah. Well, he's here at the World Equestrian Center and he just won the World Equestrian Center Premier Cup equitation championship he beat 58 other young junior riders he's 17 as i said soon to soon to good. age out of uh juniors he won they're him. probably like thank god i didn't realize two things one they gave a car away for this class he won a 2021 chevrolet blazer so that's pretty cool he i loved his quote he said quote my car is falling apart i'm so glad i won this he's driving a hail damaged mini countryman it's got a lot of miles on it. It seems like I find a new problem with it every day. So it was unbelievable timing. You can just picture him. He's he's a tall dude, too. You can just picture him, this tall dude in a little Mini Cooper uh, that's completely covered in dents and holes. <laughs> so, because it had been hail damaged. But he was so happy he won that. So good for him. I didn't realize that they also had trainer awards. His trainer won $40,000 for him winning that class. <laughs> So that's pretty that cool, too. That is fantastic. Yeah, you need to get in on some of that there, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> so I can, good for You know him. what? I'll tell you what. A trainer sitting watching all of that earned it. Because me watching like, equitation. one after another after another <laughs> equitation courses, holy 48 moly. of them in a row. <laughs> you earned $40,000, my friend. Just share it with your other trainers. Yeah, so he's going to be... He'll be aging out here soon and up with the big boys very shortly and we'll do just fine. But good job to Dominic. I, I just wanted to mention that because we had him on the show recently. All right. It is time for some really bad ads. And you're going to have to sing the bumper because... Uh, where'd it go? You ain't met one by now. Keep He's going. He's a horse trader. Because <laughs> I can't down, find a bumper. Down, 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 down. He says one thing, but he means another. He's a horse trader. That's how it goes. It is, and I've completely... It's gone. It's like it got deleted off my list. What the heck? Aiden. That's Dan Roberts. We need Dan Roberts. All right. Well, we're, that was what that was our bumper for the day because I don't have it. At all. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. I really should know all of it. We've only been playing that for nine years. I know, 10 years, but I can't. You got the first part. The first. You ain't met one by now. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's our bumper for really bad ads. Really bad ads is that time of the week when a listener submit ads and we have a little bit of fun with them. And uh, this, we always give away prizes every month provided by horselovers.com. Head on to horselovers.com for the largest selection of horse products, English and Western, that you're going to find anywhere. Always at great prices and great deals. And they provided the products for this week. Tell us about the first one. <sighs> I'm so jealous of the person that's going to win this. It's so awesome. All right. It's the Amigo Amico turnout worth $250. Sorry. It's the Amigo um, Eco turnout. That's right. Eco. The 
latest innovation in the Amigo turnout range, the um, Eco, is the first horseware Ireland turnout that is constructed from recycled plastic bottles. 218 plastic bottles are recycled to create one turnout. 1200D polyester outer that's sustainable, waterproof, and breathable, eco-friendly fill for superior breathability, keeping your horse comfortable, sustainable shine, enhancing lining that prevents rubbing, promoting a healthy coat, detachable hood included, retail value. $250. Holy crap. And the second and prize. It's super nice. <laughs> the second prize we're giving away is a Wix Smart cooler worth $70. Wix Smart premium cooler. You can dry your horse in half the time. Has a neck cover and a belly and chest panel. So basically, every place that they sweat, you're going to get it covered, thus eliminating the need for toweling off the underside of your horse. I probably still recommend toweling off the underside of your horse. But Wix Smart coolers fasten tightly around the horse's neck, belly, and chest, and it speeds up moisture diffusion process from the hair to the fleece. They're made of a thick 300-gram fleece, whereas most of the other coolers are made from 100- to 200-gram fleece. That's available at $70, and somebody is going to win it. And I just went to Horse Lovers to look at that, and it's gorgeous. There's a little, like, button, and you can spin a wheel to get discounts. Really? And I just spun a wheel, and I just got 15% off. Really? Where did you see that? Just like that. I just went to horselovers.com. I don't see a little button wheel. Well, you're not you're getting special. a button wheel, and I'm not getting a button wheel. And then, then they're like, put in your email uh, so we can send you the coupon. And I put in my email to send them the coupon. They're like, oh, you're back. <laughs> Here's your coupon. Clearly, yeah. you've been here before. <laughs> yeah, we're not making money on you. <laughs> it was almost like they were disappointed. <laughs> uh, finally, a $100 gift certificate to, towards a pair of Lane Boots. Lane Boots started in 2007, known for quality and style. They have hundreds of styles of Western boots from a company dedicated to the quality, style, and comfort. And you can use your gift certificate for any of the Lane Boots offered at horselovers.com and spin the wheel and get a Extra 15% off and tag that on too. Anyway, that's horselovers.com. Very good. Well, let's get started. I'm really upset that I've lost my bumper. <laughs> All right. So, people, we don't get to everybody that submits ads because we get so many of them. And also submitted today that will be included for the drawing. Oh, let's see if you can pronounce these Holly, Bonnie, Rochelle, Janet, and Jessica. See, I'm just yes. not going to ever say last names again. Never. Network. I recommend that. I'm just going to go um, with first names from now on. Tessa sent the first one in. Let's hear what Tessa had to say. By the way, you get double the entries if you record it and send it in yourself. Hi, uh, this is Tessa from the UK. Um, I read this um, and was quite surprised. Experienced forever loan home to continue rehab and have a forever best friend. Regan is 14-2 Section D I have owned since he was four months old. He is a very cheeky chap and always one that wants attention and will do anything for it. But Regan has PSD in his legs and is currently on a rehab program. He can be worked for 45 minutes a day in straight lines, hacking or in the menage, walk and trot. Regan has always been a bit much for me, but it's definitely a lot for me to handle now. Unfortunately, it means I cannot carry on his rehab. So you you want someone to do your rehab for you for free? <laughs> basically, yeah. for a horse that you've had since you were it was a fault. <sighs> <laughs> T- 
Tessa, that's should... how we feel most of the time, too. <laughs> I mean, right? That's like the epitome of frustration. And by the way, I've got to say, Tessa and Nicola have been amazing. They're both in the UK, and I am importing a horse potentially for a client. I found a horse for them in England. And both those girls, man, it's, oh, they are like Nicola is a professional stalker. She <laughs> found everything about this horse, everything like contacted me, like previous owners and all this. And then Tess is like, oh, you're interested in having him hauled up. And then she looked up like but the equivalent of like DOT numbers for this company. I was looking at all this stuff. Like they were just like amazing with all the information that they provided. I am, I am so I call and I called the the buyers and I was like, well, I have some friends in England and like, they're like, how do you know what? everybody I'm like well you know oh, this little show just, i know lots of people i don't talk about my podcast you know that <laughs> i just know people i have friends in england and they were able to like i ended up because of all the research that nicola did i ended up getting all of the previous owners vet records okay well i mean that is some hardcore stalking, okay? And she, she she saw the video of the horse. She's like, I know that horse. And she had a friend try it out. And then she, she but it was at another stable. And so I was able to contact that last stable to get all of the information. Oh, my God. It's been amazing. Anyway. Well, you're going to hear from Nicola was- later in the show, too, actually. Oh, yay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Now, the next one was sent in by Cynthia. Uh, and I, I know we've seen this one before, but it is worth the I think the it's repeat. a different one. I thought so, too, until I read it. It's a different one. Huge genital horse. $750. You will smile when you rid on this sweat gledding every body all ways comments on his genitalness and they love him he is a gledding so no worries about pregnancy he really licks when our kids our on him we use him for trials he is 15.5 hands and 5 years old he is yellowish color, <laughs> right? W-R-I-T-E. Home is empower tant. Come try our A-R-E boy. We can board B-O-R-E-D him here, H-E-A-R, too, if you lick. Thanks, you. <laughs> it's just a classic. It's just a classic. I never get sick of it. <laughs> He's a glutting, so you don't have to worry about pregnancy. <laughs> He's a sweat glutting, though, Glenn. So oh, that's, there, that's the difference. He's a sweat glutting. That's true. All right. Um, Caitlin sent the following one in. And uh, this picture... <laughs> this picture is of, of, of not of an animal. The picture is of a broken fence, and it's a wooden fence, and the, not only are the rails knocked down, the post is knocked down. So the whole fence is taken out. And the ad says, free to any home, not even a good one, space exclamation point. Cute little dun pony disguised as the devil, space exclamation point. Breaks fencing, costs a lot in vet bills, and just a general pain. <laughs> Well, they were honest. <laughs> I think that if Zeus and this horse lived together, they would cancel each other out. I should probably. <laughs> should or, probably you'd, or you would be breaking every fence in the county. They would be gone, getting into other people's fields. It would cost you a fortune. 
That's true. Yeah. Uh, Hannah, no, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> Hannah sent this one in, and it's a black mare for $1,500 in Tecumseh. Now, Tecumseh is a town in Oklahoma, so there's a good chance that it's here. I have a black mare for sale, 15HH, if not taller, early teens. Text if you have any questions. Ain't got no time for calls. <laughs> so, I love these people who don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not going to talk to you about my horse, even if I'm trying to sell him for $1,500. You can't call me. I'm sorry. Don't Just call text. Me. I, I don't want I to hear from you. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Time for oh, time to sell this horse. I don't know why I have it up. Alicia sent this one in. Oh, God. It's our tra- horse trailer of the week. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody tagged it. <laughs> it's got graffiti all over it. That's the first. Uh, that horse, is a first. <laughs> horse trailer, 1977 model. It's for $1,234. <laughs> why is it $1,234? Where'd that random amount come from? I think they just typed in one, two, three, four. <laughs> Really old and really ugly look horse trailer. That is correct. That is true. Toes fine. Jack works fine. Some of the floor could be replaced, which means all, all the floor could be replaced. Floor. Right. Most of the red you see is the paint underneath from what's peeling away. That's rust. <laughs> Some graffiti rated G. The graffiti says NTRPA. Can we guess what NTRPA means? RPA. Really piece of... No, I can't. Anything I'm guessing goes it's dirty. It's G-rated, so. Glenn. I'm sorry. It goes dirty. Uh, lights don't work, but we used Harbor Freight lights. Those worked good. I don't know what that means. Two it's tires will eventually need replaced. One of the two of them are fairly new. <laughs> uh, one grease-bearing cap needs replaced. Make an offer. I I am thinking, I want to know. So this is a picture of a four-horse, you know, just a four-horse trailer, stock trailer, bumper pull. You can actually see the tires, and they look like they have air, which is amazing. It's got graffiti on it. The front one is Yeah, it's a little sketchy, yeah. Um, But the one thing I want to know is what is hanging all over the hitch? It looks like a spider web of steel. You know what it is, uh, Glenn, is the power lines fell, and so <laughs> they're trying to get like. somebody to back this trailer out of the spot. You know what? You get electrocuted. There's wires, like wires down on <laughs> This is um, at least four. There's some white, white, there's some blue, there's some red, and there's some yellow, and some rust, and spray paint. <laughs> this is a keeper. Yeah, and a it keeper. is, in total, about 24,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It is true. It's one of those big old heavy ones. But you don't have to worry because yep. the floor's not there. So some of the weight's That's gone. That's true. That is some weight <laughs> gone. Uh, Faye sent in the next one. And this is the, oh my God, there's a Facebook page for everything, even if you don't understand it. Central Georgia Horse Classifieds and Horse Free Cycle Serving Atlanta to Pla. Take all the time to write out Atlanta. You can't even write out Florida. Okay. <laughs> But if you're north of Atlanta, you're SOL. (laughs) They couldn't spell it. (laughs) All right. Two-year-old, two-year-old, unbroken horse, no papers, super sweet, a little shy asking 2000. She is a strawberry roan. Please PM me for re more information. She is about 15 hands. Then this must be their fancy one. 
One, two, three, four emoji exclamation points, bright red. Serious inquiries only for more bright red exclamation point emojis. Selling for a client. I understand the price is steep, but that is what he wants. He bought her for $1,500. Um, reading above the horse above was more expensive than that one. Anyway, next line. Four emoji, red emoji, exclamation points. I am able to drop the price down to fifteen hundred. <laughs> then why not just put it at fifteen hundred? You well, put first, it in the ad. The first one is two thousand. The second one is fifteen hundred. I'm so confused. Oh, is that a different horse? Oh my! I don't even understand what the heck I'm looking at. <laughs> it's Georgia. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> it's Georgia. We don't understand. And I love how they think fifteen hundred is really expensive, so they're feeling guilty about charging that much. <laughs> Well, first it was two thousand, but you know what? We don't sell her for fifty. Yeah, I guess nice. it is. I thought it was two different horses, but I think it's the same. By the way, I will be going to Georgia next weekend. I'm going to Atlanta on the fifth. And this is super cool, Glenn. I'm really excited. What are you doing? So my my favorite band when I was in high school. Oh my God, the singer has got to be 65 years old. I mean, good Lord. Um, my favorite band is playing on Friday night, like down where the Braves play. Is this a local Braves band? Stadium. Well, they're, they're sort of, they were ve- like, how everybody in the world does not know this band because they were like the most popular thing in the world when I was in high school. But apparently, like, not many people out of Georgia know who they are. But I thought everybody did. Like, when Ch- Ch- I was like playing Driving and Crying for Chad, and he's like, who is this? I'm like, you don't know who Driving and Crying is. It's like the coolest band ever. Uh, it's a band called Driving to Crying. And they are playing. Yeah. They r- wrote a song called Straight to Hell. Um, um, and it's a fantastic song. And I love it. And uh, it's great. And Fly Me Courageous. They had all these great songs. Anyway, so they are playing the 26th. So if any listeners want to go, my brother has one extra ticket left over <laughs> to go see Driving to Crying at the New Brave Stadium in Cobb County. And then I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, this is the other thing I was going to tell you. <laughs> yes, okay. Are you sitting down? I no, actually, I'm, I'm standing up. Do I need to sit down? My brother, my brother, who is this your hates, twin brother or the other brother? No, this is my older brother okay. who despises everything about horses and everything about animals in general, is dating a show jumper. <laughs> Serves what? <him> right. <laughs> He'll get his punishment now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and so she p- p- commented uh, I was texting with him and he was like oh she says this and I was like because well, about the weather and I was like whatever she has an indoor arena probably and he wrote me back he was like she's she's nodding her head and shaking at the same time <laughs> he's like how did you know that I was like she's an indoor kind of girl she's a show jumper anyway well, I'm going this to is like revenge see, is this like revenge for all this on Saturday her facility and her horses. That's right. I'm going to see my brother's girlfriend show jumper's horse. I have a on prediction. Saturday. I have a prediction. They're not going to be together by next week? No, yeah. well, no. I think they'll be together by next week. But but what? shortly after she meets you, maybe not. Um, but uh, I predict that she's going to be dressed better than you, and her horses are going to be a little more expensive than yours. Just saying. This, I can tell you, is a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Just guessing. No chance that 
any of the, the similarity similarities between us will be like we both like horses. That's yeah, probably right. and, and I think she likes to drink. So it's gonna it's on. It's on, Glenn. It's on like Donkey Kong. I, I can't wait to, to hear about this. Does she know you do a radio show or has he kept that from her? I I don't think so. I don't I again I don't tell anybody. I don't even know my brother knows. Um, <laughs> Anna set so, the next one in. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. So stand by next weekend again, meeting the brothers show jumping girlfriend. What? <laughs> my brother hates horses. Okay. <clears throat> Livonia um, wait, Anna set this one do? in. It's from Hold Le- on. I'm gonna write down yeah. the list of lies that he tells her. <laughs> because oh yeah, your horse is so pretty. Yeah, I love horses. I'm writing that down. Writing that, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna have a list of bull. You know what? How did he meet his show I, jumper? By the way, come on. How does anybody meet bar? anybody? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Tinder. <laughs> the next one, Anna sent in in Livonia, Missouri. Uh, approximately six to nine years old, gelding. Very nice gelding if someone wanted a project for the summer. He's not a big fan of a saddle and rides better without one. We have learned. <laughs> PM me for more details. And there's a picture of a guy on the horse in a saddle in a cast. No, I made up the cast. But uh, he is on the, he's actually on a saddle, so I don't know what they were talking about. I'm going to go with it's a fairly ill-fitting saddle, considering the breast collar is stretched so tight across the front of the horse that I don't know how it can walk with its front legs. I agree. (laughs) I'm guessing a ill-fitting saddle as well. And the guy's kind of a big dude for this little horse. He looks pretty small. There's a lot wrong with it, and yeah. if they hadn't said Missouri, I would think it was South Georgia. <laughs> South from Georgia, I can make fun of Georgia. That's a that's a luxury I have. Um, Lorene said this next one in, and our friend Lorene is from New Jersey. Did you see the cute pictures of the halter I posted that she sent me? Oh my god! Yeah, she sent you a cute. That was pretty halter. Well, it's purple and it has like little bling on it, and I put it on Parker, my dapple gray new horse, and it, he looked amazing. And I put it on Zeus, and I was like, oh, chestnut and purple. Ah, not a, not a mag. Anyway, fifteen horse mule, nine hundred dollars, and this is in Walhalla, South Carolina. So. <laughs> I guess I have to do Lorraine doing a Southern accent. <laughs> I can't, my brain will explode. He has a really nice. That's close. <laughs> sorrel horse mule saddles right up and rides. I was told it works, but I do not have the proper gear to try. Been used on trail rides. Does have one eye that I am pretty sure can't see out of it. <laughs> it does not seem to affect anything. My guess is 18 to 19 years <laughs> of age. Which basically means it's a 35-year-old mule. <laughs> That's uh, half blind. Yeah. Yeah. It's blind. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it saddles right up because I bought it, but I don't have any of the gear to try, so I'm going to sell it. Why the hell did you buy it? Yeah, well, that was my next question is how do they know it saddles right up if they don't have any gear? I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, my God. Kimberly sent this one. You have to read this. <laughs> yeah, Kimberly sent this one in, and she put what? With multiple question marks. 
Potential rodeo queens. Now, determine for yourself what department this ad was listed. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is Craigslist. Ladies, do you love rodeos and the country life? And let's just say that all of the ends of the sentences say space, question mark, space. Uh, Mm -hmm. So everyone's like that. Ladies, do you love rodeos and country life? Have you ever thought you would like to be a rodeo queen? Have you a horse and a way to haul it? Are you between the ages of 14 and 25, not married or have any children? Are you responsible? Do you love to travel and meet new people? If interested in knowing more, email me. Don't do it. You will get raped. (laughs) That's the creepiest dad ever. (laughs) Kimberly, I'm going to need his phone number so I can report it to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh my God, that is the creepiest ad ever. <laughs> oh my God. Man, I've always wanted to be a queen. <laughs> Are you my king? <laughs> I love to travel. What section of Craigslist hey, was that in, by the way? I don't know. Um, I don't know. My name is Elizabeth, <laughs> and I love rodeos and the country lifestyle and my dream has always to be a rodeo queen i just you know what glenn i'm having trouble finding somebody to make me their queen have we Um, missed the most disturbing part of this between the ages of 14 and 25 i was getting to that because that's where the fbi comes in (laughs) because that um, uh, you know what? What if somebody was like, you know what? I really want my daughter to be a rodeo queen. I feel like she deserves it. She's pretty enough. She can ride a horse. I got a, I got a horse trailer and we got a horse and you know what? So she's only 14 years old. I could talk, you know, I'm gonna call this man and see what he has to Very offer. Mature for her I age. really feel, yes. yeah, she is mature for her age and she knows how to get all right. dressed. Uh, all let's get herself. out of the creepy department here. Go to Aaron's. Aaron sent this one in ISO project horse located in North. Which Vermont. Hello, I am looking for project horses. I'm a young trainer. I buy and I resell horses. I am not a dealer. <laughs> I love training and giving another a horse a chance. Types of horses I have had. No training, not much training, bad trainings, been sitting, and the owner no longer has time for the horse. I want to help your horse. If you have anything you think needs another chance to find a good home, please reach out to me. If you buy and resell horses, you're a dealer. Like you, uh, so you train them, but that's like what? Yeah, let's let's clarify. You can be a good horse dealer. There are good horse dealers. <laughs> I think we've renamed them to agents and things, you know, so that we get away from that bad dealer. I'm not going to give this lady the title of agent. No, she's not an agent. But you train, you do exactly what she's doing. I, yes, I will. Well, you're an experienced trainer. You're not a young trainer. You're an experienced trainer. But you do the same thing she does. Your ad could read this way. Except for the fact that I wouldn't say types of horses I have had. No training. Not much training. Well, you've had all these, actually. And sitting. Yeah, but again, I'm not going to put a Craigslist ad looking for your horse. <laughs> no, and you know what true. else I don't do is what local here is to put tra- training ads up, like soliciting business, and I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. You don't want to do, do it where you live. That would be bad. No, I don't <laughs> want people. I don't. Mm-mm. Hey, uh, Nicola, who you were talked about earlier in the show, 
Uh, and is from England, sent in the final ad of the day. So I haven't heard this yet, so let's take a listen. I love our British people record their own. Hi, everyone. It's Nicola from London calling with Hi, a very Nicola. bad ad. Um, I'm going to have to read this in the um, accent that I think it was written in. Um, it's an advert for livery for um, uh, a, a field to keep your horse in. Little Rough Yard, Ash, Normandy, very basic. Soups only, cobs, geldings or colts only. No posh people as rough, £15 a week. I don't think it's for me, is it? <laughs> you're too posh. <laughs> no posh people. <laughs> Nicola, you're too posh for that. You can't keep your horse there. <laughs> when she went into the accent, I almost didn't understand her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she said, but I loved it, every bit of it. <laughs> she does have a great accent. I love that our, our foreign listeners are the ones who most likely record their own ads, except for Lorene, and she's kind of a foreign listener, too, if we really want to get down to it. And Lorene. She's if you Jersey. don't want me to do your accent anymore, send in your own name. <laughs> and I'm going to start, all of you who send in ads all the time that don't record your own, you know what? I'm going to start making fun of you too. I'm going to start doing and your And I know we have listeners in other countries, other than Australia, New Zealand, England, uh, Scotland. We have the listeners in other countries, Sweden. We have a lot of listeners in Sweden. You, we need some Swedish people to send in their ads, or maybe they do don't what? have really bad ads. You know what? On my big call, I think it was Monday or Wednesday, I made a big plea for our Northern Korean listeners to, yes. to get in touch with me. How many did you hear from? Um, none. <laughs> big none. surprise. <laughs> so, again, if you are a North Korean listener, I need to hear from you. <laughs> if you can't, without getting hurt, send me a message. <laughs> I don't think they can do it without getting hurt. I think that's the problem. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sending in all those ads. All your names have been put into the drawing for our prizes, which were provided I'm by gonna... horselovers.com. I've got to go because I have to cleanse myself, considering you told me I sound just like the ad about the young trainer <laughs> who wants to buy and resell horses. You do. I could have rewritten it and been your ad. So I adopted out 100 horses. Do you know how much I got paid for each adoption? <laughs> Zero, Glenn. <laughs> Suck it. So now we're uh, we're we're gonna hang around. I got a st quick story to tell you about our trail ride and something we encountered on the trail ride last weekend. I meant to tell you Monday and forgot. We'll do that. Is in it post a bear show. in the outhouse? Because I don't know if I can take this. Let's just say he was bear. Um, and go with that. Oh, yes. And, and, <laughs> so we'll talk about that in uh, the post show for the auditors. The Lucas. Have a <laughs> have a great weekend, everybody. Good ads today, people. Send in good ads. So um, uh, we went riding last weekend. We went out to uh, the island we go to. It's my favorite place to go because they have really wide paths, and it's really good for the cart, and, and there's usually nobody there. Uh, so we went out there. It's a state park, and uh, it is an island. So, so we get out there, and we park, and there was like one other horse trailer, and they do have a bike path that goes through it, but I, we very seldom see any bikes. Well, this day, we head out, and we're about to go out, and through the woods on the bike path, we hear music, and we hear this couple riding bikes very loudly down the path, which kind of spooks Scooter uh, and Nigel, actually, because they couldn't see it. And you don't usually hear music out there, which the other thing. So they go down riding, laughing, and carrying on and having a good time. 
So we continue our ride, and we're about half an hour later, and we're back in the woods, and I hear the music, and Jennifer says, is that the music from those bike riders? And I said, yeah. I said, let's turn around and face them, because they were coming up toward us through the woods. And I said, well, let's turn around and face them so that we the scooter doesn't bolt on me. Uh, so we turn around, and then all of a sudden, we hear the music, but they don't seem to be coming towards us anymore. So Jennifer said, I'm going to ride out and look for them to... This doesn't become a problem. She comes around the corner, and apparently they were off the bikes, and the guy was taking off his shirt at the time when she said, excuse me. <laughs> uh, and they were apparently very startled. That uh, <laughs> who, was, who was he with? He was with this girl. They were riding these bikes together. And mm. uh, and uh, he was take and it was a chilly day, so there was he wasn't just taking off his shirt to go riding his bike because it was a chilly day. Do you know what really gets me in the mood is <laughs> heavy exertion and sweating and leg pain through <laughs> the woods uh, on a you cold imagine, day? Though? Okay, I mean, so God, let's say you puts are me in the mood. feeling romantic and you live at home in your mom's basement, and the only place you can get privacy is in the middle of the woods, and you ride your bikes all the way out there, and all of a sudden. This woman comes around the corner on her horse and scares the crap out of you. You know what, though? They're <laughs> idiots because, again, it's much like having headphones on in the barn. Somebody is going to come up and murder you if you don't have one ear off, okay? That is very similar to the situation. They're blasting music, and they are not going to hear anybody walking up on them. That is true. That is true. The music was going. So uh, Jennifer's like, are you guys coming down this path? And we're like, oh, yeah, 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 we were. So she's like, okay, why don't you go by? (laughs) God, thank God she didn't get there five minutes later. (laughs) So he had his shirt off still and went by and and, – uh, she said, Let's Oh, go. like he played it off like, oh, I was so sweaty from riding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And uh, and then they went by, and I said, I said, Well, we're going to follow. And she said, Let's go the other way. So we turned around and went the other way. And I don't know what God, happened. Follow. After that. Dude, everything's on video, like I said at the beginning. <laughs> so that was our little experience in the woods last week. Uh, that was interesting. It was the most interesting time we've had in there, other than coming across some deer and stuff. But uh, otherwise, it's a beautiful place to ride. How do your horses handle the deer? Um, they were always at a distance, so they stop, and you know, you know, they stop dead, and ears go up. We've never had one. I'm not sure what Scooter would do if one came across like ten feet in front of us. I, I, I don't know. That would be interesting. I don't know. Have you had them go real close? Yeah, we see them when I go up to, there's a trail riding place about ten minutes from here, and I've taken a lot of horses out to start them, and Zara included they have, they're right off the path, some of them. And my horses haven't freaked out. And I, I, you know, you get tense because you're like, oh my God. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I think it's because they are in a 20 acre pasture with deer that pass through all the time. And I think it's really helped Mm. them. But I think that most of them would lose their freaking mind if they had never seen them before. So that's, I don't know how much access your horses have to seeing them. We don't get them too much. They are in our neighborhood. My brother gets them all the time. But for some reason, we don't see them too much. Now, I told you about the morning Jennifer went outside with the dog. It wasn't light out yet. And in the driveway, about 10 feet away, was a big coyote that she came across um, right in our driveway. So yeah. right inside the house. So And scared the crap out of both of them. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, did you see the video I posted? I was inspired by your brother to get a game cam. Oh, did you? Have you got some game on your game cam? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't you, it fun? Uh, you, you want to know what I, got? I saw first video? Did you post anything? 
I did. I posted a video. You can go on my okay. Facebook page and, and look at it right, because right. it's really impressive. So Chad, I told him kind of in the general area of where I wanted the cameras, uh, just what, just one camera. And I want it pointing to get down the kind of bottom of the hill where the neighbors are just to make sure nobody's like hunting on our property or coming over the fence. It motion <laughs> detects. And, um, Glenn, so I also periodically, you know, every couple of days I get on my Ranger and I drive around the entire property, just checking fences. Um, would you like to tell everybody what my first game cam video is? Well, I saw a woman on a gator. Uh, <laughs> being, being, that was the first game I saw. And then the second thing I saw was a, a Bella closely behind. Uh, was that Bella? A full, a full tilt basset hound yeah. coming at you. I, she can fly that little dog with the little legs. She does pretty good. It's 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 pretty impressive. That's she, not one's not half as fat as your first one that I met was. No, no, Bella. <laughs> Bella is. Uh, we we try to get her fatter. She is. She's. Uh, she has anxiety. She looks issues, good so though. I, I mean, she looks like she's in good shape. She's flying along. Yeah. She runs a lot. So she's she's a lot younger than the first last one you met too. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, the first one I met of Je- of Jamie's Basset Hound must have weighed 150 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, bless her heart, Riddy. She was she huge. called her Riddy. <laughs> she I would took her waddle. Home. <laughs> yeah, I found her. I took her home. and um, I said she to put roller shot. skates underneath her belly. It would go quicker. <laughs> yes, she had been shot, and she was emaciated and all this. And so I brought her home, and she was, like, wearing the cone. And she had, like, all these, like, holes in her and blood and, like, medicine and the spots and stuff. And my brother looks at her. He goes, that is the most ridiculous looking thing <laughs> I've ever seen ever. in my entire life. And so we named her Riddy, short for ridiculous. And so that was it. And she lived with us as long as her little heart could take it. Now, have you caught any her- game on the game camera? Uh, so far, I caught a bay horse walking by. <laughs> I caught, I mean, again, it's only been up for like two days. And you have to go and you have to pull the little I'll thing I'll tell out you what you do, you're doing house. wrong. Can I give you a piece of advice with this? Yeah. Okay. It needs to be in the woods. Do you have a path? You, you, I know you put trails through some of the woods. Is there a trail in the woods? That's my neighbor's house. Ah, because if you yeah. could put it on a tree in the woods by a path, then you'll catch them as they're going through the path. Yeah, I don't have any woods. I only have like oh. sp- sp- sporadic trees. Uh, my property is pretty open. But, but this won't... is typically where deers go. And I actually did see something on the ground, and I saw it's. You could see its eyes reflecting, and um, we think it was a gopher. <laughs> <laughs> we have I looked out the window the other morning and we have the biggest raccoon I've ever seen it, just outside our house in the yard it was huge I, I was like and it looked very healthy it looked like it was doing fine and uh, Jennifer saw it out the other day and thought it was sick because it was just laying there and didn't move and she just figured it was sleeping and didn't notice her but it was looked fine the other day and god it was big they can get huge raccoons yeah. Yeah. The only experience we ever had with raccoons before was the one that was in the rafters above our pony in the stall and I had to shoot it and we unfortunately brought it in and found out it had rabies and then the everybody that was in the barn that day had to be quarantined for six months. That was fun. <laughs> quarantined for six months? What? Uh, six weeks. They had it was six weeks. Oh. Yeah, because the because the coon was in their stall and they were in. So we couldn't take a chance that they had Oh, the horses had to be yeah, quarantined. The, cor- the horses the had to be quarantined. No, the horses had to be quarantined for six months because they had come in contact with a rabid coon. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Fun, fun. All right, everybody. That's it. We're going to go for our weekend, too. All right. Take care. Be safe, everyone. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>